Fitz and Whipper. Nova. Well, it was a big one on SAS Australia. Last night, it continues tonight, 7.30 on Channel 7. It looks like Faraz might be in a bit of trouble with the group again tonight. But last night, it was, you know, it was tough to watch a mate open up. Merrick Watts, this is what he had to say to the uh, officers. So I, I worked for 20 years in radio non-stop. And um, about three years ago, I left. What did you feel like when that stopped? I, it wasn't an event. I just started finding myself sleeping more, staying in late. I was lethargic and tired and unmotivated because I didn't feel 100%. And I don't know why. I honestly don't know where that happened or, or what that was. And he joins us right now. Mez, welcome to What's Mate, Mate, can I just, before we talk about um, what you shared with Australia last night, I just want to say again, I take my hat off. I take my hat off to the to the physical side and the mental strength mm. you've shown in this. I know I couldn't do it, and it's been so good to watch well, you I do think, it. I think that's pretty obvious, Whip. I don't think you need to say You're meant to no. say thank you, kind words. Nah, nah, no, I'm straight back into bullying. It makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, Miz, last night, I mean, you have taken this on board, like, I mean, the, the challenge that you had to go in um, at, with the gun, which would have been scary enough in itself. I know Candace Water was freaking out and you went in there and, and you went, flew through. Both challenges last night, you are on fire, Miz. Highlight for me, though, last night is when you get pulled in um, with the interrogation. Mm. Now, this is full on. I mean, you are blindfolded. They take the blindfold off. You're sitting right there. And this is the first thing that they had to say. Oh, you don't have it? It's not up on the screen. Sorry, Mez. But you did say... Right. So, you you told them that you're a... Comm- oh, you've got it? This is what you're saying. What do you do, number 10? What do I do for a living? Yes. I'm a comedian stuff. Off. <laughs> Come on. You're a comedian? I'm a comedian stuff. The most serious bloke I've met. That doesn't say a lot about my comedy, then, does it? <laughs> <laughs> Are you really the most serious bloke on that show? Like, is that really what they're yeah. seeing? Yeah, and I hate to say this, I only get more serious. It does, I don't dial it down, I dial it up. It, um, look, it, it's, it's a thing that I'm very very aware of and I'm actually very proud of is, is that I've got a great mental dexterity just to flick a switch when I want to. And you guys know me, so yes. you know mm-hmm. that I can do that. I can go from being serious to being hilarious like you know when we can have a chat <laughs> oh, yeah. about world events or something like that Sarah as you know and yeah, then for I, hours. Bully, I could bully Whipper yeah. and make yeah. everybody feel better and so, the delivery is instant you know that's the ability <laughs> there you go but that's... can you stop talking please sorry Whipper I'm just sorry, sorry, mate. Yep. I'll, um... I'll sit this one out I'll, love I'll grab my coat. <laughs> See you, mate. Well done again. No, but Miz, no, Miz. I, I know joke, jokes aside, though, and the humour aside, you did you did open up. Did you suffer from a bit of depression when you left radio? Uh, no, not, not, not left radio at all. I, like, it was actually really... I felt... I love radio, but I, I had to button it off. I had to finish it. And then it was actually... There was a stage last year, there some issues within my family, not within my, my personal family, not yep. my wife, my children, but externally. Yep. There was some, you know, some stuff going on there. And there's a, there's a compounded element. And I had something that um, I was meant to be doing and it fell through, right? I had a gig and it fell through and I, I took it really personal. It was a television gig and it, it fell through and it took really... 
took a lot out of me. Yeah. And then it started, I felt like it was chipping away. So I did all the right things. And I spoke to people. I spoke to a psychologist. I spoke to my doctor. I went and did a 10-week wow. meditation course. I did everything. And nothing was working and, you know, making me feel what I needed. I didn't need somebody to kind of psycho-evaluate me. What I needed was somebody to help me rebuild my confidence because yeah. I know about my personality. I'm a confidence player. And when I'm confident, I'm very, very um, capable. When I'm not confident, I go back to my show, and you guys would know this, you know this with footy players, some footy players are just brilliant when they're confidence players. Yes. And if they lose their confidence, their whole game goes out. And that's my personality type. So I need to be, I need to be confident. And I knew, having you know, spoken to some mates of mine who are special forces operators, um, I knew that I could take on this challenge, that I'd be capable enough of, to go deep into the show and give it my all. But I knew that just the process of getting ready for SAS Australia yeah. would be enough to rebuild my confidence. Right. And I was right. And, and you're right. And, you know, you're, you're, re- re- reap. you're reaping the award right now, aren't you, Watsy? Yeah, absolutely. Look, I mean, the thing is that people see me last night. I've been really, really grateful for all the incredible kind words from people. I was quite overwhelmed, actually. I didn't think people would be so involved and so caring about it. But um, the the thing is, is that, you know, a year ago, I look at myself a year ago when I signed on to this show, I was in not the worst physical state, but I was in the worst mental state that I've been in. And then a year later, I'm in the best physical and mental state I've been in in my entire life. And the the great part about that is, you know, I'm doing some stand-up at the moment, uh, just doing gigs around town and and, uh, getting out there and about. And I've got other stuff on. But what I've noticed is it's really, really strengthened my comic ability as well. Like, it's when you're not worried about things, when you're not worried about small things, when you go to do comedy or something like that, you just play the confidence game. And it's been extraordinarily good for my mind and for my body. Um, what's he tonight? Um, and I know this is the other thing as well. You're going in there for self-healing yourself and, and, and to do this for yourself. But also, I also know that you're a massive team player. And this is what I love about SAS Australia, that the way that you you were with Ali up in the helicopter when she was crying that time and holding her hand and stuff like that. There are some people on this show that aren't team players. We've spoken about Faraz before. Tonight, <laughs> tonight there seems like there's another team event and Faraz goes missing. Oh, no. Do, does, no. It, does, it, does it ramp up even more, Miss? Oh, look, to be honest, I have to... Look, Faraz accused me of not being very funny and I have to give him credit where credit's due. He He's actually funnier than I am tonight, but he, um, unfortunately... <laughs> Um, didn't mean to be. Um, <laughs> it, it, like, it was so bizarre that we were all like in disbelief. I was, we were all standing around going, did that just happen? Yeah. What is... No. Is this? And we went, nah. We literally stopped down and went, nah, this is a setup. For us, it's a plant. It cannot... It cannot do that. No. That's too bizarre. It's bizarre. So hang on but, then. Do yeah. you all try and vote him out or something? Is that what I saw? No, no, it wasn't voting out. What happened is that I was duty recruit. This is a really important factor, right? Is that each day there's a different recruiter as duty recruit. They are the only person who is allowed to summon the DS and right. speak to the DS, right? Right, got you. That happened to be me on that day. The group had decided that we needed to talk to DS about um, for us and the fact that we thought he was putting us all in jeopardy. Um, not just our... our um, time on the show, yeah. you know, by getting beasted out or something like that, but um, people were genuinely worried about, you know, how they would be able to continue. So uh, it was an absolute unanimous decision. I actually said, there's no point in going to the DS over this. I don't think we should do it. They're just going to turn around and tell me to shut up and yeah. move away. Yeah. Exactly what they did. Right. But the 
group had spoken, and that's what it does. So it was oh. an entirely universal consensus, and I took it to them, and Aunt Middleton just looked at me like going, mate, if you're not telling me a joke, I'm going to... You're out of here. Yeah. So, so everyone had had a gut full of him. So everyone. massive ultimatum tonight with Faraz on the show, Mez? Mate, it's pretty, it's pretty full on. It's pretty confronting, mainly for him. Yeah, um, can't wait. Awesome. It, yeah, look, I, I, here's one of this... This is the thing about um, this moment... They plan all the activities and all the things that we do, but this was completely unscheduled. This is the only thing in the show that none of us could have expected or, or it was not designed. It was certainly not designed. It had to happen. It had to be said. It had to be done. And, yeah, I put my foot forward to do mm. it because I believe, like you say, believe in team first, always team first. Um, just before you go, without a doubt, and we had Jackson Warren on last time and he calls your dad on the show, there, there must have been moments where you've had a huge day, right, and you're stuffed and you're around the fire. Were you? What, what's the best Shane Warren story that you got out of Jackson Warren? <laughs> yeah, it's Warren? true. It's important to hear if you wouldn't mind. You know what? This is incredible. Um, Jackson told us, and I don't know if we'll ever make it away, but apparently his dad, mm. uh, Shane Warren, is a smoker. <laughs> no way. That'll get cut, mate. You've just dominated the Daily Mail for Tuesday. You've just <laughs> oh, mate. No way. Tommy, we should dump that. Yeah, dump it. Is it no, too late? Mez, it's too late to dump Mez, it. Next time we get you on, you do have to give us a Shane Warren story from Jackson because there's. I know you. No doubt the whole time you would have been asking him for the whole sure. time about his old man. No, I was trying to get him to tell stories about me. I go, I'm your new dad. Oh, I'm your new I'm dad. I'm your new dad. SAS, uh, back tonight, 7.30 on Channel 7. Well done last night, Mez. Thanks for coming on the show, buddy. Thanks, guys. Good Thanks, night. buddy. Bye. 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 Bye.